This is an Area Code podcast. Hi, I'm Richard Clark. And I'm Bethany Perkins. We can't stop talking about the Enneagram. So we decided to start a podcast where we get it all out of our system. We're not experts. We're just obsessed. It's no chill Enneagram. A safe space for Enneagram fanatics. And a pretty great idea for a podcast. Hey, Patreoners. Is that what we call them? <laughs> it is now, no chili, No chilliers. Um, no, definitely not that. Okay, sorry. So, Bethany, we are doing a Patreon bonus. We were like, hey, we need a Hamilton Patreon bonus stat. Stat. And, and so we got one stat. And here it is. <laughs> here it is. And this is a very special occasion because... I'm an Enneagram oh, coach yes. now. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. I feel like I almost felt like we should do a bonus about that, but I don't know oh. what it would be. Well, I mean, you can just if we could talk about it if you want to yeah, talk so about it. How does it what's your next move? Now, so you've taken the test. You yeah. aced it, I think it's I fair to say. Yeah. Um does what do you do now? See, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm such a bad like person Planner. to ask that question to. Yeah, because I don't like I don't think ahead. I've been so like I just need to so I finished like watching all of like the videos and I was like, "Okay, I just need to study for this test and then I just need to take the test." And then I took the test yesterday. And then I haven't thought any farther ahead. So I had this experience going to like Bible college where I was like, I'm going to ace the Bible college because I know everything about the Bible because I would pay attention in Sunday school. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you go to Bible college and you just do not ace it because it's, <laughs> it's weirdly hard. Yeah. So um, it, did you have that kind of experience when you went to, I don't know, Enneagram school, virtual Enneagram school? Um. No, I mean, I think I was a little more humble, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, with the test at the end, I was like pretty sure that I could ace it without studying. Yeah. But I was like, I, I'm just, this is important. Like, I'm going to study anyway. And I did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I got 100%. Yeah. So it turns out you wasted all that time studying. No, not necessarily. There were definitely things that I was like, oh, I'm really glad I studied that because that's not something oh, okay. I just would have like recalled. Yeah, you would have ended up with like a 90%. That would have been Right. And how enough. embarrassing would that be? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what to do next. I mean, I guess I can coach people one-on-one. -on -one. I could do like groups or businesses. 
Well, teams. look, since we're on the Patreon only, I'll just say this. I wouldn't normally say it, but I've heard there is a huge uh, vacancy in the Enneagram world that is certainly <laughs> able, oh my gosh. able to be fulfilled. Uh, yeah. All you have to do is not be an asshole and you'll be fine. Well, I think I can manage that. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I think no, I that's awesome, though. That. I'm excited for you. And, Thank you. Uh, it feels like the the boost that this podcast needs is just like, yeah. I guess we have to change our intro at some point. We we're not all experts. <laughs> One of us is an expert. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, it could say Bethany's an expert, and I am <laughs> just obsessed. Obsessed, or it could be like you saying I'm an expert and I'm just obsessed. Yeah. But I'm also obsessed too. I'm both. yeah, but just implies that you're also okay. obsessed. Yeah, obsessed. I think I've yeah. thought it through. <laughs> We've thought it through. Anyway, yeah. something's gonna have to change now that I've finally decided to pull my weight on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, that's cool. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. Um. Okay, let's talk Hamilton. So, have you seen Hamilton in person? I have. Okay, where did you see it? I saw it at the Keller Auditorium in Portland, Oregon. And what st- what 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 uh what like what, <laughs> were there any where what was the cast? <laughs> well, you know the touring casts are different than the original. Like I do know that. Are they yeah. all the same? Is is it like are they different people in each state? Because in Chicago, like we had that whose line is it anyway guy as uh, as Burr. What's his name? Uh, oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot his name. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I forgot I forgot his name too. Um I don't I'm pretty sure yeah, each Wayne Brady, city that's has his name. Wayne Brady. I'm pretty sure each city has its own cast because it's okay. like this is the Hamilton Chicago cast. Got it. And so did you is... have any one famous at your Hamilton? I mean, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who any of them were. Did they you, were was great. The, was the king good? I think so. I don't remember the king not being good. I mean, I remember the king being great at ours. <laughs> well, that's good. Look, he's no like film version king who yeah. we'll talk about Jonathan in a minute. Groff. Yeah. Yeah. We need to have a whole conversation about that guy. But um in Chicago, that that king, I remember leaving and being like, My favorite part was the king by far. And that still holds true about the film itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe just because I'm like a white guy and I related the most to him. I think that's honestly well, does have a lot to do with it. You relate to the king? A hundred percent, yes. He's crazy. He is, yeah. Okay, let's talk about the king in the okay. in the film. Um that we talked about this a little bit on Twitter, but that king is so <laughs> freaking hilarious and terrifying. Like Jonathan in equal Graff. measures. He's yeah, so he's, good. It was a perfect performance. And I'll I was, say that about everyone, but especially yeah. him. I mean, I yeah. know everybody likes to mention the spit, but mm-hmm. the thing about that spit is it is like he is trying to compose himself. And for that brief second, 
he lets his full like psychopath out. Yeah. All of his r- pent up rage comes out in that moment. And it's mm-hmm. so scary. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Anyway, I love it. So, so I, what's I have his a feeling- number? Yeah. Okay. So let's start there. I mean, it's got to be an eight, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like his only frustration is that he does not have control. I mean, I could be wrong but about with that. It, but-, but also there's something, it's not, there's something about the way that he communicates in his songs. It's not pure rage. Like he's it's kind of masking right? it. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say, like, it's a little seven-ish or, mm, you yeah. know, like a, a eight-wing seven because he's masking it with, like, you know, don't – talking about it as if it's a breakup. Right. So It's almost passive-aggressive in a way. Like, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I could see, a, like, a, a really unhealthy two. Right. Like mm-hmm. the way he because he articulates it as I loved oh, you. Now gosh. you're not going to love me back. Kind of, he, I mean, I don't like that. But yeah, I know. it feels bad. But, but that look, you're, you're not right. an unhealthy, too. That's okay. important. Yeah. Um, I was telling someone that the only villain is the who is it? Jefferson. But I guess the king is pretty. No, villainous. I I'm no, not Jefferson. I think the was whole thing. Well, I don't know. Who am Thomas I thinking Jefferson? of? Burr. You know the no the villain the guy in the purple coat. Yeah, with that's the big Thomas hair. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, him and the king are like the closest you get to villains in this. You think those are the villains? A hundred percent. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, Richard! How do we have such completely different like? experiences okay burr is not a villain you relate to him way too much he's like the tragic well i think that certainly hamilton is not the hero yeah and yeah like i think hamilton is just as much of a villain as burr is yeah but i think think it's kind of like not hero is not equal villain you know what i'm saying yeah, but I think it's like at first glance or at first like say you're listening to it for the first time, it's kind of supposed to make you think that Hamilton is the hero yeah. and yeah. Burr is the villain because Burr kills Hamilton in the end. Yep. Yeah. But it's just not so. Like Hamilton right. is not a good person. Yeah. yeah. He's well, not. Yes. Well, um, he's trying. I think he really is trying. <laughs> he's not all right can we can we start by typing hamilton yeah or continue to start by typing hamilton and then and then we can talk a little bit about his motivations and stuff so Mm -hmm. i mean i feel pretty strong that hamilton Mm -hmm. is a four wing three oh my gosh of course you do yeah no he's a one oh gosh (laughs) See, this is not going to be any fun. (laughs) This whole thing is not going to be Okay, but go ahead. Tell me why you think he's a four-wing three. He is obsessed. You think everyone's a four-wing three. What's the pivotal moment of the play? Tell me the pivotal moment of the play where he sets his course in action. (laughs) Whatever that phrase is. I don't know which one. 
Yeah, I think it's when he writes, it's the Reynolds pamphlets. And he does that because of one thing, legacy. That's all. That's all he cares about. Yeah, but don't ones care about legacy? I don't think so. Not nearly as much as fours and certainly four wing threes. No, ones care about legacy. No, ones care about doing the right thing. Let me uh, let me lay it out this way. All right, go for it. Hamilton has done a series of wrong things, first of all. First of all, I would just say he makes a lot of dumb decisions Indeed. that a one would never do. And he Didn't doesn't agree. really feel that much. I mean, maybe a one would do it, but a one would feel bad about it. They would feel shame. They would admit that they were wrong. That mm-hmm. inner critic would cr- kick in. Mm-hmm. And Hamilton doesn't do that. All he seeks to do is explain where he was coming from. He he wants to make known what he was thinking. So mm-hmm. he writes a pamphlet to make himself seen, known. Yeah. And then he also does it toward the end of, you know, legacy. He mm-hmm. fully expects um, a- Angelica to like get this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he yeah. he goes to her and says, you know, finally someone who sees what I'm going through, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is this incredible thing for someone to say, and certainly something that I don't think a one would ever presume to say. Mm-hmm. But it makes total sense for a four who's all wrapped up in themselves and their legacy, and they feel like they've just done what they had to do to mm-hmm. cement what they're about. Okay. So that's my argument. Okay. I I can see where you're coming from because I originally thought that Hamilton was a three because mm-hmm. he does seem so image conscious. Like he yeah, is obsessed he is, yeah. with his image. Yes. And I I originally interpreted the Reynolds pamphlet thing as like um yeah, as completely just protecting his image. And also, the whole thing about him being, you know, he's like a workaholic. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. writes so much. He does yeah. so much. He neglects his family because he has to do these things with his career. Like, he, he does come off as an aggressive type, which three is and four and one aren't. Uh-huh. But ones can have that like aggressive energy when they believe in something. And then the other thing that makes me that made me change from three is that his whole thing with Burr is that Burr doesn't believe any in anything. Yeah. Yeah. Burr doesn't stand for anything. He doesn't yeah. have any beliefs. He's wish washy. He's he'll he'll claim whatever he needs to to be successful. Sure. And that drives Hamilton insane. It's all about like the principles and the values and having beliefs. And even if he disagrees with he disagrees with Jefferson, but then he chooses to endorse him because Jefferson has beliefs. So that made me think that he was a one rather than but does he endorse Jefferson because he agrees with his beliefs or does no. he endorse he endorses Jefferson because he's authentic and Burr is super is not right like yeah Burr it could is, be it could be authenticity 
Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I think especially by that point, Burr has gone fully into the, like, it struck me watching it this time, like how much Burr misunderstands the lesson he learns from ha- Hamilton, mm-hmm. which is find yes. out what you want, what you're about and go for uh-huh. it. Yeah. And he decides what he wants, what he's about is to just like be in power, <laughs> which yeah. is an incredible fail of a right. vision statement. Like. It's shocking. Um, and Hamilton just does not respect it. Like he's repulsed mm-hmm. by it. And I don't know. I I just feel like the thing. So first of all, the, the aggressive piece, I think mm-hmm. Hamilton is like, it's less that he is an aggressive person. It's more that he's reacting all the time um, mm-hmm. as a person who has been through trauma, as a person who. Like like with George Washington, he's aggressive to Washington because he's a father figure. And he mm. like they call that out in that one song where he calls him son multiple times. Call me like, son one more time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's being triggered, man. And he. Uh, wow, you're getting deep. Man, I, I thought a lot about this. <laughs> he he cannot like like he is reacting. He takes things personally as a four when people do crap that he doesn't like, he takes it personally, which, mm-hmm. you know, is why Burr frustrates him so much, which is mm-hmm. why he gets so worked up in cabinet meetings. <laughs> yeah. I just think he feels like, and it's also important. I think that he's a writer like that, that yeah. is his thing. And he came, he came up by writing about his own story. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed with who tells it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm not prepared to say that Hamilton is a four, but I, because I can see some of those things as one or four, like sure. being obsessed with legacy and his problems. I think with um, Lin Manuel should probably uh, come on the show. And let us <gasps> yeah, know. and he'll totally hear this because he's one of our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> We would, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be happy for him to only pay $2. That would be fine with me. You that know? would be great, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tweet at him when we publish okay. this, and maybe Perfect. maybe he can help us out. Um, yeah. Okay, well, Burr then. We covered him a little bit, so. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? So I go, I have gone back and forth in my mind between three and five, mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't that's really kind of where landed on one because he's so he he's withdrawn. He you know keeps his plans close to his chest. Yeah, that's a direct quote. And um, yeah, he just he doesn't put much out there, and he does seem like he is just trying to gather more information before he decides on something. what he thinks which is a five thing but then i do see some of some of that three especially in act two when he's just like screw it i just yeah Yeah. whatever like whatever it takes to succeed (laughs) yeah so i yeah i don't know what do you think i i feel pretty like i mean i i don't have a strong opinion about this but i do lean hard towards five personally Mm -hmm. 
it just yeah. he just like it's the it's the number that just popped into my brain as I was and it's, yeah. it, so I guess the reason I don't feel strongly about it is it's a little stereotypical I guess of a five in ways mm-hmm. and and he would be a pretty interesting three if mm-hmm. he were a three in that he doesn't put himself right. out there very much which is strange yeah and the whole wait for it thing like threes don't mm. really wait for it they go right. for it yes that, that, exactly right. That's yeah. where I. That's where I'm like, oh, I'm thinking five because okay, yeah, or nine, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Like nines have a strong like like they go to three at stress, or is uh, it health? No, health security. Okay, yeah, expert. nines go to three. <laughs> <laughs> Miss a hundred percent on the test. Um, sorry, where do they go? In security, nines go to three, and in stress, they go to six. Six. Man, that sounds that sounds like Burr to me. It could be like so at the end when he just loses it. Like he's been keeping his cool the entire movie. And this is or show. This is what's <laughs> so great about the movie version on Disney Plus. Like you can see their faces. Uh, and if you watch Burr's face Burke when kills Hamilton is saying that he chooses Jefferson like he he yeah. starts out with this confident glee on his face like oh Hamilton and I are tight yeah. he's totally going to endorse me and then just the rage sets in yeah. and then he freaking kills him so like that <laughs> is they, very yeah. like when very nines six. reach their boiling point yeah that seems about right to me because mm-hmm. he's been He's been cool. It's not like he's been arguing with Hamilton all the time. It's like yeah. he's been relatively he started like it it was it's all advice. He's trying to give him advice. He, they just yeah, have a disagreement. Is. And yeah. he's just trying to be cool to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. But I like, could I could also see um because when fives go to stress, they go to seven. And just that erratic behavior mm. and not thinking things through and Yeah. I don't know. I I do lean more towards five still, but interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm going nine on this one. That's where I. That's where I'm. Well, he's so calculated, though. It's not like he. I don't Is know. He? Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know if he's calculated like on his own. I feel like he does a lot of calculated things with the help of others. But hmm. not so much on his own. I'm trying to think of a time where he calculates on his own. It feels like on his own, he's more just sort of like walking the line as much as he can, you know? Yeah. Well, wait for it is is him calculating. I like, didn't read that as calculation. I just read that as like a value, like a a life approach. <laughs> hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, George Washington. George Washington. I'm gonna say one. Hmm. Like he's too. He's like so perfect, right? Like he's just. He's so perfect. His big thing is about history. Has its eye on you type thing. Yeah. He's not worried about. He doesn't care what other people think. I mean, right. he's he's like 
literally like, don't defend my name. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see. I it. do think that's the big difference between like a one and a few other numbers. It's like I just don't think ones care all that much about their name. I think they care about what it would mean for their cause if the name their name was dragged through the mud, but I don't mm-hmm. know that they care so much about. He's like I know that I have integrity. So Yeah. 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 Um, See it? I was going to, I don't know, I was going to say. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Skylar sisters. The Skylar sisters. This Peggy. is fun. <laughs> yeah, kidding. let's do Peggy Peggy's first. Peggy's in it for like literally three seconds. And Peggy. <laughs> She's still know. like around and you get a sense Peggy's of like probably six. what number. You think? Yeah. Yeah, you might She's be right. like, um, you guys, let's maybe follow the rules. <laughs> Daddy said to be home by sundown. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's good. All right. What about Angelica? I think eight. Who? Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely eight. right. You're a hundred percent right. She, she says she comes back. in here. She has her sister's back. She says people, some find me intense or tell me I'm intense or I'm insane. And she, she goes towards that like healthy too, and how mm. she loves mm-hmm. her sister and puts her before herself. And but she's intense. I mean, satisfied. Is like one of the most intense songs and, but she's loving. She's like very intense, but very loving. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Eliza. That's not how it goes. Wow. That was beautiful. Um, what do you think? I know what uh, I think. Okay, let me think here. I haven't thought deeply about this. Oh, I have. I guess probably two. Mm-hmm. You think? Definitely. That must feel good. Bethany. It does. Because as I was saying, like, Hamilton's not the hero yeah. of this play. I do think Eliza is the hero. Of the yeah, story. I think I think absolutely a hundred percent. She's yes. wonderful, and she isn't it interesting that so the, much the unequivocal hero and the unequivocal equivocal villain are both twos. <laughs> yeah, isn't that fun? That's so fun. I like that. Yeah, I mean, she, she, yeah, she's just so sweet. And innocent and good. Hard. (laughs) It's a cautionary tale. I mean, it's there's a little bit of cautionary tale in it, right? In terms of like, I don't know, like she put up (gasps) with probably too much. Oh my gosh! If Hamilton's a four, uh huh, and she's a two, and I've been saying all along, fours and twos should not be in romantic relationships. A (laughs) hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, because the two 
gets swept up in all the four things. Yeah, that that is too much glory. That they too much rope for the four to hang themselves with. It's way too much. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, let's. uh, What? Go ahead. I was just gonna say, in burn, she's mad. She okay. is yes. mad and she's going to eight in stress. Yeah. But I when I said when I said she put up with too much, I actually don't know like I mean I think probably in her communication style she is too easy on him. Mm-hmm. Um but but also like I mean b- by the time stuff started going really off the rails, like they had a son together, it becomes mm-hmm. that's like a rock and a hard place situation at that point. Um so maybe she'd made all the right decisions now that I think about it. You're saying she should have left him? Well, I guess I'm saying I, at first I thought so, but then I wasn't so sure. I just think, like, back in those days, I'm like, did yeah. did the, did people leave their spouses? I mean, n- not in, like, <laughs> like, know how to live after that. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, they would yeah, die yeah. of starvation or whatever. Right. Yeah, because she's a woman. So. It just wasn't. Yeah, basically, no, they did not. Yeah. See, that's why I, that's, that's all I thought of. Like, I didn't think, like, she yeah. left him because I'm like, well, what would she have done? So, yeah. Well, maybe I guess she, she was from gone a, a rich little... family, though. So maybe she should have. Oh, that's true. They would have taking care of her Hmm. they would have no but she's she's loyal and she's true and she forgave him which was Mm -hmm. huge and heartbreaking to watch should she have forgiven him (sighs) oh gosh i don't know (laughs) i think it i think it just shows how good and strong she is i strong was the word yeah that came yeah. to mind for me that's strong yeah yeah and hamilton really does just look like respectively like weak at the oh, end you know yeah, like he does he's just in not in a good place um mm-hmm. all right philip <laughs> i'm gonna philip. round out the hamilton family okay <laughs> oh <laughs> Maybe like in in according to your uh your studies um with the monks Bethany d- uh-huh. are we allowed to type Philip yet? Is it, did he ever get old enough oh. to type? Well, let's see. That's the real tragedy How here. How old is he when he Wait, what? <laughs> that Philip never got old enough to type. Oh that's my real, gosh. That's the real tragedy. Well, hold on. How old is he when he dies? I have no idea. I want to say because like he's like a teenager. Something. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, in college, right? So. Yeah, I do think he's too young to type. Okay. I do. I think he's acting more out of just being a dumb teenage boy. Yeah, than I think anything. you're right. But yeah. considering this is a podcast where we don't care about the rules of the enneagram, we can type him. Okay, so nine then. Nine. No. No, definitely not. I mean, he has a short fuse. He's like, you said something bad about my dad, so I'm going to kill you. He's like a little scared little chihuahua, though. I'm thinking like seven. I'm thinking seven. Seven is an aggressive type. He was like 
being all like aggressive mm. and then but then he got scared and he didn't really think it all the way through but then he just did it and then he died okay so that's actually a good time to transition into john lawrence who is mm-hmm. the guy that hamilton cuddles up with quite a bit throughout this uh, <laughs> <laughs> the um the they, show yeah have you read the book about no this. but jennifer has told me while we were watching that they were rumored to have a thing mm-hmm. is that what you're gonna say yeah yeah that's interesting and it's interesting that they kind of put glimpses of that into the yeah show. they really did i don't i didn't remember that from when i saw it like yeah <sighs> i just but it, in this version it's it's there I don't watch things over and over. I will 100% watch this like maybe every week, maybe every month. And you'll see but, something new every single time. Yeah, it's it's insane how dense this thing is. The only thing that will keep me from watching it like 1,000 times is that I, it's such an Have emotional. To go to work. <laughs> no, no, not that. I don't care about that. Okay. Um, it's an emotional roller coaster and I cry yeah. so hard. Yeah. I just put um I just put a long thread on Twitter about how I've started accessing my emotions again. <laughs> you have? You were not accessing them? Yeah, so apparently I I just didn't I didn't realize it Bethany, but apparently like maybe around the time of the pandemic, maybe a little before, I mean, subconsciously I shut everything off a little bit. Oh. I I was having a conversation with Jennifer like over dinner. And just we were talking about being grateful and stuff like I needed to be grateful. And it was kind of the root of the issue we were talking about. And I just started crying. And I realized that Tonight? I. Been sh- no, this was about a week ago. Oh. Anyway, I just it, I realized I had been shutting all of that off. So watching Hamilton right after that was a little stressful because. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't really ready to go all there. You know what I mean? So I mm-hmm. literally had to hold myself back a little bit. It's a lot. Like it's, it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, and the, when I watched it, I watched it twice this weekend. The first time, I cried through the first three songs just cuz I was so happy to be watching it. <laughs> and it was so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. John Lorenz is a seven, in my opinion. Lorenz. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> you made it like Italian or something. Lorenzo. <laughs> Lorenzo. John Lorenzo. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't have a a grasp on what his number is. He okay. wants to free Well, I was slaves. just I was just affirming your seven of the of his son because he's played by the same guy and they are okay. they they are kind of aligned in some ways, you know, and mm-hmm. and you kind of feel the similarities there. So, I think they're both right. sevens. Okay, they're both sevens. Cool. Okay. Hercules, my man. Mulligan. Oh gosh, he ha- he has to be an eight, right? Like it he feels just like comes in screaming. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like. But then again, the idea of a hype man screaming. Yeah, the hype man could be a six, right? Yeah. 
but I think it's probably eight. It's gotta be eight. All right, yeah. Marquis de Lafayette. Lafayette. I made the French name in English. Marquis Marquis de Lafayette. Marquis de Lafayette. Gross. I'm trying to remember that guy. He's French. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What type would rap that fast? Oh, man. He's a tough one, I think. He's a little cagey in his his. Honestly, I've not thought of the types of Lawrence Mulligan and Lafayette. Like, I have not. I thought about Lawrence um, and probably Mulligan, but but Lafayette stu- stu- stumps me a little bit. So we'll just say he's yeah. probably like I don't know who who haven't we talked about yet? We haven't done, we haven't had a we haven't had a three yet, have we? Not really. So let's say he's a Not three. Not really. I could yeah, say we, he's well, a three. we haven't had a nine yet. Definitive. We said well, maybe. Think... Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Who's um, left? King George. We already talked about him. We did. King George. <laughs> Mariah oh. Reynolds. Who? She only has one song. Mariah Reynolds. Wait. Who's Say that? no to this. Oh, right. It's Peggy in Act Two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, that part made me feel so uncomfortable. Indeed. Oh, they really, they, you feel the, you feel the discomfort in that. It's good. Yeah. Um. She's like, help me. What's the seductive? Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> what's the seductive <laughs> one? The seductive one? Yeah, the number that's seductive. Uh, there isn't a number that's seductive, but. Oh, I thought there was. It, it's not seven. I mean, I don't know. There's the sexual subtype. Yeah, but that doesn't, it doesn't mean like literally. I can't believe they didn't teach you this in Enneagram school. Oh my, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to email Beth McCord and be like, why didn't you tell me which number is seductive? (laughs) (laughs) I need to know for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Mariah Reynolds is. She can be a nine. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, no. I She's mean, just a pawn. I mean, th- th- yeah. I mean, look. Here's here's a problem I have that a, a lot of people have talked about, and I will just reassert it. The women are not written well necessarily in this play. I think I think the Scholar mean? Sisters get short shrift because a lot happens on stage that you don't necessarily see in the singing parts. But in general, like, I don't know. It just feels like they could be a little more fleshed out. But certainly, what's her name? Mariah. Mm-hmm. In conclusion, this is what a feminist looks like. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. I think Eliza and Angelica are great characters. Yeah, I guess you're right. You mean they just don't get enough airtime? No, I kind of mean like like the, they uh they don't like make like they're not given an opportunity to make anything happen. You know? Mm. Or yeah. really to feel all that much in the I mean, I don't know. 
Okay. I just want, like, uh, I think maybe they should uh, should include women in the sequel. I agree. All right. Um, that's all I'm trying to say. Is that okay. everyone? Um, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, wait. What about Thanos? Just kidding. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. All right. Seems kind of anticlimactic to end on <laughs> Mariah Reynolds. <laughs> oh, okay. How about this? Last one we type is Lin Manuel. Oh, we didn't do Miranda. Jefferson. Oh, sh- you stole my thunder. You're right. Sorry. We didn't do Jefferson. So what's Jefferson? He. Oh yeah. Who, There's the villain right there. Who would move to France? Oh, and Madison. We got to talk about Madison and too. Madison. Who would move to France and then and then go what did back I miss? after the war and just be like whatever? It's I a think a hundred percent a seven. I am yeah. not gonna budge. Yeah, he's got big seven energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. James Madison. Madison, I don't know. He's like so boring. <laughs> Though I really like the way he's played. Um, I really like that Madison is uh, drying away tears at that one part. You know what I'm talking about? What part? There's a part. There's a really. Oh, a quiet uptown happens. And then they just switch to a totally different scene. Uh-huh. And Madison is still crying. <laughs> oh. He's like, he's like dabbing tears away from his eyes, which I thought was lovely. Well, yeah, there's no time for anyone to recover after Quiet Uptown. Yeah, but it's it's a pretty blatant character choice because he even says he has a line that's like, give me a moment or something like that, which is cool. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think that Madison is a six. Yeah, that seems exactly right. He's just kind of there. He's like backing up Jefferson a lot, but he doesn't yep. have a lot of his own kind of stuff going on. But you also so. get the sense that if Madison wasn't there, Jefferson would be like dead in an alleyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is classic 6-7 relationship. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. Who's next? Okay, so I think for our last one, (laughs) we should type Lin-Manuel Miranda. (gasps) Wow, what a great idea. Did I say it incorrectly? Lin-Manuel Miranda. I think I Uh said (laughs) Lin-Lanwell. Okay. Hey, I just want to say, if he ever does come on the podcast, I will get his name wrong. (laughs) Richard, I will literally kill you. If you do. <laughs> oh, okay. I promise okay. to get your name right if you come on our podcast, Lin-Manuel. Well- <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let's just stop saying his name. <laughs> let's just call him LMM. LMM, my, my boy. All right. What, do what you think? is Lynn? I have thought a lot about this. And I think he's a one. <laughs> yeah, I think whatever he is, he's the same as Hamilton. I think. Yeah. 
I think that is Oh, true. yeah, de- definitely, yeah. So, you know what I think. You think he's a four. You think everyone's a four. Four wing three. How does he write like he's running out of time? One's right like they're running out of time. I've never seen a one do that. They're always stressed <laughs> about getting it right. Well, I've never seen anyone write like they're running out of time, truth be told. Oh. But I... Well, because I think Lynn, I don't know. I'm going to act like I know him for a second, <laughs> even though I don't. I can definitely see Seven in him. Like, he has, like, this yeah. really fun, goofy side of himself. But he can't be, like, a Seven all the time. Right. That's true. I I, I guess um we both have, like, this secondary relationship with him because we listen to my brother my brother and me and so we see like oh yes he's a little all things to all people have you noticed that yeah which maybe is like a a nine situation yeah or or maybe a three but he definitely fits in with pretty much anyone he does he does yeah. I don't know. I think it I think uh we should ask him. I think that's the final conclusion here. Okay. Once we upload this, we will ask him. We will say we, we will really need him. to know. The I will be his Enneagram coach. Yeah, you can coach him through it. Yep. All right. Perfect. Let's make it happen. Thank you for joining me on this special edition of Patreon <laughs> only. And me. No chill. Holy crap, we talked for 46 this minutes. This is really long. This is like a full episode. <laughs> People are going to love it, though. I hope so. This has been No Chill Enneagram. It is hosted and produced by me, Richard Clark, and Bethany Perkins. Theme music is 80s disco pop by Cinematic Alex. Our amazing logo and most of our awesome Instagram illustrations are by Matt Metcalf. If you're highly integrated, consider supporting our Patreon. You have the bandwidth, and we think you'll love all of our extra bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash nochillpodcast to join. If you're moderately integrated, hang in there. You got this. Just leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and then tell your friends about us so others can join you on your Enneagram journey. If you're not integrated at all, we're sorry. You're probably that way because of all the time you spend on social media. So just follow us on Instagram at NoChillEnneagram or Twitter at NoChillEnneapod.
This is an area code podcast.